Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Joining us right now, I queued him up. It's 8.15. Let's welcome in Will Salmon from The Athletic covering your New York Mets. What's up, Will? Hey, what's going on? Good to be on with you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for making the time tonight, Will. Uh, I got to start with where I was in my open. Like, um, I'm a Yankee fan, but that does not matter. I'm a baseball fan, and I have seen this episode before. Uh, When you hype teams up, when you make these predictions and these expectations on paper about what they're going to be and what they're going to not be, you can't predict baseball. Baseball has a funny way of, uh, you know, you make plans and the baseball gods laugh. So when I look at this Mets team, and I hear all the conversation about, about oh, we got the richest owner in the sport for what? He hasn't spent any money. Or, oh, here goes David Stearns. He's he's uh, building this like a small market team. I'm, I'm kind of seeing through all of that. And I actually said today, like, maybe this guy is as smart as they said he was. Because he is building this team differently. And he's lowered the bars and, and the expectations so much that it's going to be a little bit easier for them to achieve. What do you say about that when you look at this Mets team? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is that David Stearns has supplied some measured expectations with this group, and he also has offered a dose of a realistic view as well, where he's not telling you that this roster is going to automatically win the World Series or anything like that, or he stopped he stopped short of even saying, when when I asked him personally at one of his press conferences, about expectations, and I said, okay, you're talking about being playoff-worthy here. Does that mean wild card? Does that mean division? He acknowledged the fact that Atlanta and Philadelphia have earned the right to kind of be in a different conversation right now than the Mets, and I thought that was very realistic of him, and I think in the clubhouse, the guys have kind of acknowledged that same expectation level, and they've said, like, hey, we know that a lot of national reporters aren't here right now in this clubhouse the same way that they were last year when mm-hmm. everybody flocked to the Mets to look at Verlander and Scherzer and all the other stars that they had. And I think a part of them likes it in the sense that they do have that chip on their shoulder where, hey, now we can kind of prove people wrong a little bit because I feel like that's a little bit easier from a competitive standpoint rather than being up top and being that team that everybody's trying to chop down. That's just my view. And I think with the Mets, they still have a a rather, I would say, solid group that has a chance at catching on as a wild card team for the playoffs. I'm not saying they're like a 90-win team or anything like that on paper. They're not. Uh, But 
could they make the playoffs? Would it surprise me if they made the playoffs as a wild card team? Absolutely not. I think that they that they that they had that chance. Yeah, when I look at this Mets team and Steve Cohen, I think about the past couple years. And obviously, when you get the richest owner in the sport, there's a lot of hype that comes with that. And when when he came in, he had a five year window on winning a championship, and obviously that's uh, that's too hard to call or predict. And I think now he's just reversing course a bit. And I think that's smart. I think that's wise. I think this is a businessman understanding, hey, uh, the way that I was doing things, it didn't work out for us. We won 101 games. How far did we get in October? We took a step back last year, won 75 games. We had to get rid of uh, some of these old pitchers that we spent on or some of these other position players that we spent on. It wasn't working. And now in this past offseason, this is an offseason that was never really billed as like a big offseason to go out there and spend. Of course, you had Otani and Yamamoto, which... I just the whole time knew they were going to be Dodgers. I know everybody was in on Yamamoto. Not everybody was in on Otani. He didn't even talk to, to most people. He wanted to be super quiet about everything. But when I look at the Mets, they were in on Yamamoto. They were prepared to use Steve Cohen's money if that guy wanted to be there. So they that like that shows me that they still were willing to use that magic wand, They're the superpower of having the money. But also they've changed course with David Stearns to say, we have to build this. We have to have some kind of foundation. We have to do this. A certain way so um, there's like a bug in here you see this bug zoo <laughs> sorry <laughs> absolutely, uh, yeah lost my train of thought so no what do you absolutely th- though I, I think yeah I think that the word that you're looking for there is a uh, recalibration that that's really what they've done this offseason in my view at least and Steve Cohen has learned on the job as an owner and he came in and he made that proclamation like you said where he wanted to Win a World Series within five years. If not, it was a failure. Well, after a while, he sort of walked that one back a couple of times. And he acknowledged that, hey, maybe that wasn't the wisest one to put out there for a variety of reasons. But when you're an owner and you're as rich as he is and you want to win badly and you have high expectations, you're going to say stuff like that early on. And we haven't really heard him say those types of things in the last couple of years, though, right? He's been a little bit different with the way he's kind of carried himself publicly and spoke publicly. We don't see him on social media as much as those early years either. And yeah, I I think that he saw this team. And in my view, it reminds me a little bit of how you treat like a stock market in some ways where there was a point in time where it was time to go all in and it was time to go for it. And then when it was time to pull back, it was time to fold and it was, it was time to, you know, just do something and move in a different direction, which they did um, before it was too late to do that. And I thought that was smart on their behalf to realize that that was the need there. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. And with Steve Cohen, you know, I, I understand people are uh, are not as happy because they didn't land like a signature free agent or they weren't in on every single big time name. But I will say, though, that, like you mentioned, they were in on Yamamoto, of course. But, like, next offseason, offseasons after this, they'll continue to spend. Uh, this, is not a, this is not a situation where he's pulling back payroll and they're, go- they're not going to be competitive after. This is a team that's going to be in the top rankings as far as payroll go- goes year after year as long as Steve Cohen owns this team. When I look at this Mets team and where they are right now, I look at this as like, okay, they're trying to build a consistent contender, right? A perennial postseason team. And 
when I look at Steve Cohen, he's he's not going to be, you know, he's he's going to be here for a long time. He's not going to be in on every free agent trying to just, you know, get something quick because anything worth having, like, it, there's no microwave solution here. There's no just, like, quick fix here. So I think he smartened up. I think he learned on the fly. And I, I think he deserves a little bit more credit for going to get David Stearns, right? I think there's a lot of fans that built them up in their minds as the new George Steinbrenner, this king with all this money. And now, you know, we're getting away from the Will Ponds. And look what we have. And then baseball has a, a funny way of humbling you. But let's talk about David Stearns. I think he has learned already that he's not in Wisconsin anymore. I think that he has, um, you know, met the media and spoke, and he's he's slowly getting to the point that he's in New York. But I think that he's he's going to make some moves here, and and I think it's going to take him two, maybe three years to build a consistent contender. And there's going to be a lot of like thank me later's. There's going to be a lot of people eating their words if the Mets actually become what you want them to become, not the LOL Mets anymore, not a laughing stock anymore, but a team that consistently wins ninety games, a team that's consistently in the postseason and a team that has a future that matches the future that the owner sees, not just for the Mets, but that whole area over there in Flushing. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. I covered David Stearns, of course, in Milwaukee when I used to cover the Brewers for the athletic before I switched over to the Mets. And so I saw firsthand the way that David Stearns goes about trying to find success with the team. And look, David Stearns, whether he got Yamamoto, whether him and Steve Cohen were able to pull that one off or not, or whichever big name for agent that comes here in the years that follow, he's not necessarily going to be measured by that. Like we're not going to look back on the David Stern's tenure and say, okay, that, that was great that, that he signed like that big splashy player. And you could say this about other GMs and other executives as well, but particularly with David Stern's, what, what we'll judge him on probably is like these moves that he's made in the margins to kind of get better, to make this team better. And that's where we'll judge him because that's what he's been known for. That's what he built his career for with the Brewers was laying down that infrastructure and foundation for success and building up a farm system. Whereas now the Brewers are what, number one, number two, number three, depending on your favorite prospect rankings, publication, that's where they are. Um, And that that was after years and years of work uh, that they're now seeing the fruits of that labor and that, and that process. And so, Fans don't want to hear about prospect rankings a lot of times because that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a World Series, and that's what really matters is the wins on the field. Uh, but that's part of it. And I think with David Stearns, he's he's tasked with build, helping build this organization up a little bit. It's one that's been in transition a lot. It's had a lot of different leadership turnover year after year, GM and manager for that standpoint. So what the Mets need is some continuity and some proven leadership in these key spots. And I think that will go a long way toward not just roster construction uh, for 2024 or even 2025 for that matter, but also just the infrastructure uh, up and down the organization. We're on the phone right now with Will Salmon, who writes about your New York Mets for the athletic. Will, uh, I make jokes, but like they're not, you know, they're they're lighthearted jokes. But I make jokes about the fact that Steve Cohen talks about being a Mets fan and this being a passion project, and then David Stearns comes in talking about being a Mets fan that snuck into Shea back in the late '90s, and then they make a bunch of moves bringing Yankee leftovers to the Mets, and I'm like, you got to know that's going to upset the fan base. You got to know that the fans don't want that. And there's a bunch of guys now: Luke Voigt, G-Man Choi, Ben Gamble, former Yankee farmhand. Uh, obviously, Luis Severino, they signed right away. Harrison Bader, the Yankees put on waivers. They brought him here. And then the manager is the former Yankee bench coach. 
Do you think that there's obviously a thread here that they're like, hey, these guys are familiar with New York, the area, the stage, it's a tough market, and that checks a box off for David Stearns and Steve Cohen in this current team? You know, what I think is that just because they're Yankees cast off, that's, that's what makes them appealing, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, I think you hit on it there, right? Like, to some degree, like, let's take Luis Severino, for example. He's had his issues. We all know he's had the health problems. We wrote a big story last month about his tipping issues, which date back years that he has to fix. There's, there's a lot of stuff there that, that he has to get in the right direction. But he, but at his best, he's had some top 10 Cy Young finishes, top five for that matter, I believe. And he did it at, in the biggest place in baseball. And that says something. So when he's right, you already know what you're getting and you could depend on him when he's right, that he's not going to fold under any pressure of New York City. And that, that matters when you're taking a chance on somebody on a one year deal and you're just trying to hit on it. So, yeah, there's that, but also it starts with Carlos Mendoza probably, too, to an extent where he has a relationship with a handful of these guys or a few of these guys, and he's worked with them in the past, and so that there's some comfort there. Um, and then also I think just it's, it's coincidence to some extent, right, like that these guys, they're not only former Yankee players, but they're also former players of a bunch of other teams yeah. as well in some instances, so some of it's a little coincidental. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. I'm like, Luke Voigt was with the Brewers. Um, Harrison Bader played in the NL Central. There's some familiarity there with these guys if you take the Mets or the uh, Yankee part out of it. Now, uh, more Yankee-Mets crossover. All the talk about Pete Alonso. There are some Yankee fans and even Mets fans that float out the idea that, hey, Pete Alonso could sign with the Yankees and be the Yankees' first baseman. I highly doubt that. What I say about Pete Alonso is this guy has been the face of the Mets He's watched all these guys come in and get paid. He's watched the locker room, the clubhouse, rather, change so much in the past few years. He wants his money. He hires Scott Boris. We know he's going to go to free agency. Oh, but wait. Saturday, he talks to the media, and he says he's open to an extension. He's open to having those conversations. That's different. He also said there's no hard deadline like Aaron Judge had for the Yankees. So he is a guy, to me, that knows where he wants to be, knows who he is and what, like, what he wants, but I also know that the Mets, they, they really don't have any reason to extend him right now. What do you think about Pete? Well, the whole situation is going to cast, like, the biggest shadow on the Mets season, right? Like, there's no bigger story involving the Mets as far as the sides. Of course, the on-field results, how good the Mets could be, all that good stuff. But the subplot is, uh, is potentially bigger than the whole plot. That's Pete Alonso. That's um, the biggest story. I don't, I don't know. I, um, I, I feel like when I look at the situation – I question the question that goes through my mind is, is his value to the Mets more than any other team, right? Like does he matter more to the Mets than he would say the Toronto Blue Jays? Probably right. He only has to because of all the things that you mentioned, he's a homegrown star. Um, he, he's a, somebody that the fans love and respect. He plays every day for this club. He matters so much to this fan base. They don't want to see him go. So for me, when I look at the situation, I'm like, man, this guy means so much more to the Mets. And so I wonder, does the price tag go up uh, because of that? Or what effect does that have if, if that's the case and that's something that everybody acknowledges maybe? I don't know. Um, but clearly it, it doesn't seem like there's going to be um, uh, any sort of extension. It would be a surprise, I, I guess, if there was at this point. 
um, especially based on what David Stearns even said prior to Pete Alonso's press conference, which was him stating that, yeah, probably the most likely outcome is playing out the season and then revisiting it. And then just through my own reporting, I would expect the Mets, as probably no surprise to anybody listening to this, that they would go after him pretty hard in, in, in the offseason, of course. How could they not? And we'll see what happens from there. He wouldn't be the first uh, person from the Mets to hire Scott Boris ahead of a platform year and play out the whole season and then become a free agent and re-sign with the Mets. We just saw Brendan Nimmo do the same thing. Yep. So it's, it's not unprecedented. Frankly, it's not that surprising either, but it certainly is a huge story. And we also don't know how Pete Alonso will handle it. We kind of have guesses. There you go. But just because a guy hits well with runners in scoring position in pressure situations doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to come through day after day with his weighing on his shoulders and weighing on his mind. Maybe he does. Probably he does. But we don't know until until the game starts. Yeah, you want him motivated. If he hits well and, and he hits 50 home runs, you're going to win a lot of games, and you don't have to pay him uh, higher than his current contract. If he struggles and has a down year, and you already gave him that contract, you'd be saying, oh, that was stupid to extend him. But like, if he has a down year, maybe it's only one year, and he hits free agency you can get them for a lower cost. And also all the talk that I hear about Juan Soto going to the Mets and Steve Cohen being able to pursue Juan Soto and, and steal him away from the Yankees. If he can afford Juan Soto, he can afford Pete Alonso. Last thing for you, we're, we're up against it. The baby Mets. I'm very interested to see Francisco Alvarez. I, I said this a hundred times on the fan. I don't think he gets talked about enough and the step that he can take in year two. Last year started with them saying he wasn't ready, and that was a lie. That was cap. I think he is somebody that can be a star this year. Brett Beatty's got something to prove. Mark Vientos has something to prove. I don't know how long it's going to take Ronnie Mauricio to mend, but they have a good mix of young guys and veterans for them to learn from. What are you thinking about the baby Mets this year and the impact that they can have on this team? I think a successful season for the Mets involved those guys performing at a high, at, at somewhat of a high level. I say somewhat because do they need these guys to be all-star contributors? No, I don't, I don't think so. Not to kind of be that playoff team that I was describing as kind of getting in on a wild card. I don't necessarily need that, but they need contributions from these guys. That, that goes, that, that's obvious, right? And I think with Alvarez, man, his ceiling is so high. I'm eager to see what he's able to do over a full season of, being that guy for the Mets, no, sort of no questions asked, Here, here's the job kind of thing. Um, a, a year of comfort under his belt with knowing how to manage a major league staff, I think will go a long way. And also just being in the box again, where we saw a lot of emotional at-bats for him early on, uh, some strikeouts in key situations. Just it, it looked like he cared a little bit too much at the plate sometimes, and, yeah. and he was ready to hit like a, a, a five-run home run or something like that. <laughs> So uh, I think if he learns how to just focus in a little bit, and I think that comes with experience. Yeah, the, uh, he, he's an exciting player. I'm eager to see what he does, and I, and I think that he his performance in particular obviously will go a long way in deciding how good this team could be. Will, you're the man. Thanks for joining us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Will Salmon from The Athletic covering your New York Metropolitans. Will, we'll have you back on when the season gets started. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile.com. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 